Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of February 25th, 2024. As a reminder, I host New Moon Workshops the Sunday before the new moon each month, and the next one is on March 10th, that's two weeks from now, at 12 p.m. Pacific Time. You will learn all about the new moon, And I do as many hot takes on participants' charts as I can. So sign up at the link in the show notes or go to my website, astrologybyceleste.com. The Aquarius new moon two weeks ago had the sun in Aquarius squaring Uranus and Taurus. And the sun rules authority figures. Aquarius is the sign of the collective. Uranus rules chaotic things, shocks and awe, people who are like do criminal or unacceptable things that won't follow the rules. Also, people who are just different and beat to their own drum. A Taurus is a sign of resources. And there were several news stories that came to my attention, especially over the the last week, especially with the first quarter moon where the sun was still in Aquarius and the moon was in Taurus at 27 degrees of Taurus, conjunct the fixed star Algol. And Algol is a beheading star. It has a lot of dangerous symbology. There was an international law enforcement operation And it was led by Britain's National Crime Agency and the FBI. So that's the sun in Aquarius, international groups from all over of authorities arrested and indicted members of the Lockbit ransomware gang. So these are Uranian people who steal ransomware, like lock up people's computers and and ransom them back. So they steal money using technology, Aquarius rules, technology. And it was an unprecedented police operation. They nabbed a big, notorious cyber gang. And there were two Russian nationals who were arrested, and police in Poland and Ukraine made arrests. So this is an amazing achievement by law enforcement agencies. At the new moon, we had Mars at the 27th degree of Capricorn, which is the degree of 28 degrees Capricorn is the degree of Mars's exaltation. So Mars, these the law enforcement officers in the sign of Capricorn, which rules governments, Sun square Uranus going after and, and getting this big criminal organization. Also, Donald Trump's midheaven is at 24 degrees of Taurus. And on the day of the first quarter moon, the sun was in Aquarius and the moon was in Taurus, both at 27 degrees of their respective signs. And the moon was conjunct the fixed star Algol, which is the beheading star. Donald Trump was essentially beheaded by the judge 
for his fraud trial. He got a 300 and some million dollar judgment because of his Uranian activities dealing with money and resources. So he would inflate the value of his businesses when it suited him to get noticed on Forbes or whatever, and then deflate it when it came to taxes. And he was very, he acted very Uranian in court and wouldn't follow rules. So he got this huge judgment. It could have been worse. He can't run businesses in New York City for three, at least three years. So it kind of beheaded his empire. And they may be taking some of his buildings if he cannot pay his judgment in time. So that's another example. The theme of this week is Habitat for Humanity, and there are three big things I want you to think about as you navigate this week. The first is that Mars, the planet of action, drive, assertion, and conflict, is in the sign of Aquarius, the sign of the collective, technology, innovation, scientific advancements, large groups of people or organizations is squaring Jupiter, the planet of abundance and nobility. And Jupiter blesses, Jupiter brings things together and unites them, is in the sign of Taurus, a sign of resources and land. And this square perfects on Tuesday at 10 degrees of their respective sides. So Mars and Aquarius at 10 degrees, Jupiter and Taurus at 10 degrees. So Mars square Jupiter, this tension is activating. So actions you've taken may lead to success. Mars strives in order to achieve and Jupiter abundance. Boom, you got what you were working on. It could also be about right timing. It's just synchronicity. You're in the right place, the right time. You just take the right step forward and you reap abundance. Now, the negative side effects can be that Jupiter just makes everything bigger. So there can be an amplification of conflict, violence, and war. I'm wondering about if we'll see anything about large groups of retail theft. There may be stories in the news about that, like mobs gathering together to rush into a store Hopefully, there'll be something like a big law enforcement operation because Jupiter has associations with the law and order, square Mars, them capturing a group of criminals who've been rampaging and stealing from department stores and things like that, or breaking up some kind of sex trafficking ring could also be something that occurs. The moon is in the sign of Virgo, and Virgo holds people accountable. One of my teachers, Wade Caves, talks about he has done extensive research on the conflict in Israel, and he says it tends to be positive news when Mars squares Jupiter for the Palestinian people. So hopefully there'll be some positive news about the conflict there coming to a close. If you are interested in embarking on a journey of self-discovery through the lens of the moon, please consider joining me for my Moon Mastery course. I'm going to be teaching this five-week program for Synchronicity University and working with an organization of this scale has allowed me to only charge $5 a class. 
If you can afford more, please consider another option. In this class, you will learn everything about the natal transit and progress moon. And by the end, you will have a new perspective to make more conscious decisions, improve personal relationships and achieve your goals in life. Class begins on Monday, March 4th. And if you miss a class, you can view the recording. Go to synchronicityuniversity.com to sign up today. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that on Wednesday, we're having Mercury. First thing, Mercury is going to go Kazemi. So that means Mercury will go through the heart of the sun. Mercury will conjunct the sun and separate from it. And as a planet goes through the heart of the sun, it's like the old story is burned off and then it's reborn. And then Saturn will go Kazemi as well. Saturn will go through the heart of the sun. So Mercury, the sun and Saturn are all meeting at nine degrees of Pisces. And there are going to be significant world events, I think, will be coming up or stories in the news related to the sun, which spotlights and illuminates things. It brings clarity and direction. Mercury announces, it communicates. It's also about transportation and commerce. And Saturn is hardship and loss and decay, maturity, seriousness, discipline, and death. It's a Saturn is the Grim Reaper. And Pisces is a sign of compassion and oneness. Saturn ends things. Saturn puts limit and Saturn's boundaries. I would love for this to be positive news about the war coming to a close in the Middle East. I'm not sh I might be just being a Pollyanna. Anyway, the Sabian symbol for, for nine Pisces is an aviator in the clouds. So this can be about viewing things from a higher perspective in our own lives. Hopefully there won't be any kind of transportation. There could be like big transportation accidents. The asteroid Eurydice is being activated. And that makes me think of something about maybe a female singer. I was thinking about, you know, Celine Dion has this, I think it's called frozen muscle syndrome or something like that, that feels very related to this transit. So I wonder if we will hear something about that. I'm thinking about Jimmy Carter. I thought when Saturn went into Pisces, that might be when he passed on. He has been in hospice for over a year, I believe, at this point. But he is, st he is still going on, the former president. This transit is King Kunks, his son. He's such a Piscean figure someone who is so compassionate. He's a Libra rising, which makes sense in being president, someone who is diplomatic, able to see multiple sides of a story. And his Venus was in Leo, not was, his Venus is in Leo, conjunct his North Node and Neptune. So Venus, Neptune, just, just so compassionate and, and the amplification with the North Node of that and he really used his post-presidency life to make things better for people. Well, this transit is King Kung's his son at eight degrees of Libra. So King Kung's is our health aspects. So that made me think that this may be around the time he's um, passing on. That's why this episode is called Habitat for Humanity. 
And his progressed moon is at five degrees of Cancer, which is going to be eclipsed on March 25th because the lunar eclipse is going to square that because the lunar eclipse on March 25th is at five Libra. The other thing this Sun-Saturn-Mercury conjunction made me think of was about the peace accords that were signed at the time when Jimmy Carter was president between Israel and Egypt. And Egypt has threatened to, because of the devastation that's going on in Gaza and the large numbers of people being impacted, threatened to cancel the, the peace accords or threatened to void it. And that could be very possible. Because right now, the South Node is in Libra, which rules things like peace treaties. And the five degrees of Libra is opposite the degree of the sun, which was at five Aries when the peace accords were signed. And the South Node is a cosmic broom, essentially, that sweeps things away. And with eclipses, it can bring sudden endings of things, and it might not be till later, but also we're already in eclipse season. Eclipses come in like six weeks before they it actually happens. You'll start to see stories related to the nature of the eclipse. So that's why I think there may be, hopefully it's not going to be the end of these peace accords, but when the accords were signed back in 1979, Uranus was at 20 degrees of Scorpio. And so the Jupiter-Uranus conjunction will be at 21 degrees of Taurus, opposite 20 degrees of Scorpio. So a Uranus opposition with Jupiter amplifying that Uranus and Uranus breaks things. And the Mars, when the peace accords were signed, was in the sign of Pisces and this Jupiter-Uranus conjunction. It's not happening until April 20th, but we're seeing events come in, the sextile, sextile the Mars. And we're going to have, there's a couple other things in the chart that make me concerned. One of the reasons that Egypt is talking about canceling the peace accords is because of the mass displacement of the Palestinian people. So that's also where I get habitat for humanity because they're losing their homes. And the peace accords were one of the triumphs of Jimmy Carter's administration. We shall see what happens. But yeah, that Sun, Mercury, Saturn is very interesting. And the last thing I want to make you aware of is that when Saturn goes Kazemi and burns off the old stories, it's like the planet is reborn. All planets have synodic cycles. The one that's most famous is the moon cycle, where the sun and the moon come together, move apart, and then come back together in the 28-day cycle. But every planet has this kind of arrangement with the sun, where the sun burns off the old story. So when a planet gets around 17 degrees to the point of where it's closing in on Either the sun is closing in on the planet and with Saturn, because it moves so slowly, the sun comes to meet Saturn and Saturn will be combust or somewhat invisible as we get within, especially eight degrees of the sun is called. It's eight degrees and I think 30 minutes is com officially combustion on either side. But at the same degree is a traditional 
definition or within 16 minutes is the um, the definition that most horary astrologers use is if a planet was is within 16 minutes of the sun it's kazemi and it's like it's lifted up it's got a seat at the heart of the king and it gets to ask for what it wants and so this is a great time to you know get really clear ask for what you want people will be getting clarity with this with this transit some people will be getting hard news facing hard realities some people facing their their death it could be like getting a cancer diagnosis or something like that on this day is possible yeah or finding out something difficult or having the mental focus to really have the discipline and the drive to go after what you want and when a planet's born anew, it's moving fast. So Saturn will be moving fast in the sky. And yeah, this is a great time to get centered, get clear and, and decisive about what your next steps are going to be. So this is the conjunction is happening with the sun and Saturn on February 28th. That's Wednesday. And then the sun will move ahead of Saturn. And in June 19th, the sun at 19 Gemini will square Saturn at 19 Pisces. So if there's a story that starts in your life around the 28th of this month, there may be some pivot point at this opening square where the sun is now squaring Saturn. That's attention and activating where there may be something happening. September 7th, the sun in Virgo at 16 degrees of Virgo will be opposite Saturn retrograde at 16 degrees of Pisces. So Saturn will be at that time retrograde and retrogrades can be, yeah, there can be some kind of oppositional problem or issue with, with the sun opposite Saturn that's related to whatever happens on the February 28th. It has a pivot point June 19th, and then the closing square, which is a psychological integration of what went before it, is on December 4th, where the sun's at 13 degrees of Sagittarius square, Saturn now moving direct at 13 degrees of Pisces. So you may want to just note the dates if anything happens in your life, or you're really working hard to achieve something and these dates seem to be aligned with anything, yeah, just make a note of them. And then you can check back about what things happened of a sun nature, where you got clarity, where something was illuminated or spotlighted, and the Saturnian nature, where there was seriousness, discipline, earned success, limits, boundaries, that sort of thing. If you are embarking on a new journey, experiencing a major life event, feeling stuck, trying to make a difficult decision, or just looking to make positive changes, astrology can provide life-changing insights. There are several ways to work with me. You can come for a 30, 60, or 90-minute astrology consultation depending on your needs. Ask me a burning question and I'll record a video for you engage in longer-term cosmic success coaching where we work together on a three-month basis to help you overcome blocks, improve your life satisfaction, build better relationships, accomplish your career goals, and understand yourself better using the tool of astrology. 
or mystic mentoring if you're an aspiring astrologer and want help with chart analysis techniques. Go to astrologybyceleste.com to check out my offerings. If you have any questions, you can email me at celeste at astrologybyceleste.com. On Sunday, the word of the day is longing. The moon enters is in Virgo. We just had a full moon yesterday, and I'm sure there would be a lot illuminated for many people. And there may be a little bit of, the sun is in Pisces, this feeling of longing or loss, but the full moons offer us the opportunity to release and let things go. Venus is sesquisquared Neptune. It's a great day to play beautiful music, but Venus and Neptune it come in a tension. Feels like it could be the longing of love lost or just a sense of melancholy. On Monday, the word of the day is decisions. The moon will enter the sign of Libra at 6.29 a.m. Pacific time. Libra is an air sign. Air connects, air communicates. Libra likes to partner. You can think about the scales, the glyph of Libra. The constellation looks like scales being balanced. And so think about making sure you weigh your options before agreeing to something that you may not have clarity about because as we enter this week, Mercury is combust. Mercury rules our thought processes. Another symbology of a planet being combust is, and Mercury rules information, is that it's so close to the sun and the sun is so big and bright that it's invisible. So you may not be seeing all pieces of this puzzle with Mercury combust. So if you can hold off on making any big decisions until Mercury goes Kazemi, gets to the heart of the sun, you may get downloads about what your right and next action should be and more clarity if you wait. On Tuesday, the word of the day is exuberance. Mars in Aquarius is square Jupiter and Taurus. They're both at 10 degrees of the signs. This would be wonderful if this was like somehow the end of the war. I know there are American foreign officials, foreign, you know, whatever diplomats going over there to try to negotiate hostages, release releases and other things. There may be news about scientific advancements, Aquarius rules, technology advancements, also the retail theft stuff, which I mentioned. Notice if there are any criminal organizations that get busted. On Wednesday, the word of the day is justice. This is the day that Mercury first is conjunct the sun in Pisces, then Mercury's conjunct Saturn, and then we have a disseminating moon at 24 degrees of Libra at 8.14 a.m. Pacific time that is conjunct the ascendant of Israel, Israel's ascendant, I believe it's at 23 Libra. Yeah. And it's conjunct the fixed star Spica. And Spica is one of the most fortunate fixed stars. It's at 24 degrees of Libra. People who have it aspecting a planet in their charts, conjunct by conjunction, they need more than just Spica, but can have success around any kind of thing. And that's another reason I'm thinking of Jimmy Carter, because he has his ascendant at 26 degrees of Libra. So this disseminating moon 
suggests that could be time he's going or there's just a lot of conversation about him. Then we have the sun conjunct Saturn. Sun rules leader. Saturn, the grim reaper, reaper or leader dies. Yeah, that is a possibility. And the moon will enter Scorpio at 7.09 p.m. Pacific time. Scorpio rules power dynamics. It's a fixed water energy. There's really themes of maybe struggling to try to to come to an agreement to make an end to this conflict. On Thursday, the word of the day is agreement. Mercury in Pisces is sextile Jupiter in Taurus. They're both at 11 degrees. So Mercury has been reborn. It's in the sign of Pisces, a sign of compassion, a sign of peace. Sextile Jupiter brings abundance. It brings order. It brings unity. I love the idea of this is a great day to close a deal. Venus in Aquarius is sextile the North Node in Aries. Venus, Mars rules Aries and the North Node amplifies things. So Venus sextile the North Node and amplification of peace, hopefully. They're both at 16 degrees. There could be really, really, really positive things happening on this day. Now, we still have that Sun-Saturn thing going on. So things can go either way. It's the best of thing times and the worst of times with the astrology of this week. On Friday, the word of the day is compassion. So the sun in Pisces will sextile Jupiter in Taurus at 11 degrees of each of the signs. This to me feels like, you know, a lot of aid getting back into Gaza. There was a point where the aid was cut off. Hopefully that didn't last long because an aid truck had been bombed by Israel while and they despite the fact that a plan had been mapped out. So the UN agency had paused aid. So hopefully that's long been taken care of. But anyway, yeah, I think this is beautiful, beautiful energy to bring conflict to a close. On Saturday, the word of the day is freedom. The moon enters Sagittarius at 5.56 a.m. Pacific time. The Last quarter moon is next Sunday. So, but Venus square Uranus is part of that. And Venus square Uranus, I'm wondering if this could be as well about hostage releases. I'm hoping it's really positive. I'm hoping it's not some other catastrophe. But Venus rules peace, it rules women, it rules resources, square Uranus, tension, like sudden freedom. The Sagittarius moon is associated with freedom. Sagittarius is a fire sign that rules is ruled by Jupiter. Yeah, there's, there's just a lot of energy that could be very wonderful. I'm hoping there'll be an end to the, the conflict in Israel and Gaza. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology in action stories. Or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. 
You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week.